0: Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. What justified this raid on the president? The FBI
1: sent agents to the home of a former president, the leading contender to be the nominee for 2024, and I want to know why.
2: You've never done this to a former
1: president.
0: Lying in the sand of tyranny versus freedom. Stay tuned. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7.
2: All right, welcome in. It is News and Views, and uh, it is warm outside. Welcome to Greenville, all you Little Leaguers. Uh, As we speak, the uh, Italians are playing the uh, Philippines, I think. That's the two uh, teams that are playing as we speak. Uh, Greenville lost yesterday, and they'll end up playing in the loser's bracket, which uh, they're off today, and they will uh, play again tomorrow. Do we have Scooter on the line? All right. We're uh, Scooter Rogers, who is the head of media for the Little League World Series here in Greenville. He Media relations. Um, of course, he's the vo- voice of the East Carolina Pirates baseball and uh, he's down at the games. He's going to be calling in, and we're trying to get a, up with him and uh, to give us an update on what's going on in the uh, Little League World Series. But uh, apparently, they're selling a lot of ice cream <laughs> and a lot of cold drinks. Yeah, welcome be- to Greenville.
3: Yeah, they better be uh, have a hydration wagon out there or something. Uh,
2: well, I did see they have a hose going out there, just so people can uh, yeah. go in and uh, soak their heads. Uh, I, I, a picture of some guy just <laughs> taking the hose and squirting himself down. That's that's how high it is. The the good news, getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, tomorrow and Friday, the highs will be in the mid eighties. That yeah. w- that will seem like. <laughs> yeah, I, I was telling Clark before we got went on. Saturday's like
3: high of eighty five, a low of sixty two. That's like a cold front. Huh? Uh, <laughs> please come. I have to get. I'm gonna have to break my sweaters out. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm but, just uh... kidding.
2: Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the prettiest season of the year, which is uh, to me is fall. in,
3: yeah. uh, in I might Eastern have to have Carolina. I might have to have a little fire in the fire pit.
2: All right, um, come here and uh, grab the phone, will you? Let's see. Uh, yeah, here it is, right here. We're we're having trouble connecting. So uh, our producer Clark Willis is uh, apparently I either wrote it down wrong or he can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wrote it down wrong. While we're waiting for Scooter, uh, WRAL is reporting. Unfortunately, I hate to bring this story to you, but remember what happened down in Wayne County a couple of ah, weeks ago. Yeah,
3: Caswell County, I think, today.
2: Yeah, today, a very similar situation. WRAL is reporting that Caswell County Sheriff's Office deputies arrived at a home on Paradise Lane in Samora. Just before 11 o'clock this morning, they were shot at. The man whose sheriff's deputies were serving papers on was barricaded inside his home, a large farmhouse surrounded by woods, according to uh, the video. Uh, Not a good situation. There is one sheriff that was shot multiple times. He was transported to Mm. Duke University. Say a prayer for him that uh, everything would uh, be okay with he and uh, the other sheriffs out there. Again, though, you have a situation... You have a situation where uh, police officers go down. Uh, where, where's the protest for them on behalf of our police officers? Scooter Rogers, Scott Rogers, as his professional name would go, <laughs> is on the line with us now. Head of media relations for the girls' softball little league here in Greenville, and he's uh, what's going on? What give us the update for uh, uh, the scores and whatnot that uh, we're we're looking at here at Elm Street Park.
1: Yeah, Tom, thanks for having me on. We are uh, just about done with day two of the Little League Softball World Series here in Greenville. But uh, a couple of teams have already put themselves in the uh, semifinal action. Uh, The Mid-Atlantic region, which is a team from Delmar, Maryland, has secured uh, two wins already in this uh, World Series, and they are awaiting their next opponent right now with the game taking place between italy and the philippines the philippines knocked off canada last night in a one nothing game they are currently winning two to nothing over italy in the bottom half of the third inning right now and then uh our the host team this year pitt county girls softball Little League, took a loss yesterday in their opening round contest to a very good california team but they will face a team from puerto rico tomorrow afternoon at 4 p.m but uh Southwest, which is Texas, is also in the driver's seat on their side of their bracket. So, right now, Maryland and Texas are probably the best two teams in good shape right now.
2: So, Greenville will play Puerto Rico, is that right, tomorrow?
1: That is correct at uh, 4 p.m.
2: 4 o'clock. How good was uh, the Puerto Rican team earlier? They lost earlier today to the Southwest region, which was, what, Texas?
1: Yes, that is correct. And a uh, very good pitch game from Texas had a perfect game going wow. into the fifth inning of the game wow. today yeah. i believe there was only two hits uh in that whole game by both teams it was a very good pitch game by both teams but texas was able to squeak out two runs late in that contest to win so it should be a very good matchup between north carolina and puerto rico tomorrow afternoon
2: and what is the uh, nightcap game tonight
1: uh, nightcap tonight is California and Virginia. Virginia will be playing their first game uh, tonight after getting a bye in the tournament, and California defeated North Carolina yesterday. But it will be a very good nightcap matchup tonight at 7 p.m. So uh, make your way down to yeah. Elm Street Park tonight. Should be a great uh, Little League softball game between those two.
2: How's attendance been for these? Uh, uh, really, they don't have any home base fans, but is the attendance been pretty good for the uh teams from other parts of this nation. I would imagine the international teams have even less fans there, but how's attendance been?
1: Attendance has been unbelievable this year. We have uh we have had really good attendance this year and uh yesterday when the team from Pitt County was playing we had an estimated crowd of over thirteen hundred here. Wow. Yesterday it was it was a great crowd and uh you know the international teams have uh they've traveled really good this year and uh you know the Philippines team has you know they were the farthest away they traveled almost 9000 miles to get here they it took them 26 hours to get to Greenville is what I was told and a lot of their parents could oh. not come but the local Filipino community here in Greenville has really adopted them and and has brought them into their arms and is really you know becoming their fan base here uh but it's been it's been really cool you know experiencing all the different cultures playing here and uh you know, last night before the Philippines and Canada played, hearing you know the national anthems that both of those countries played before the game, and hearing both fan bases sing their country's anthem, yeah, very loud before the game was was probably a moment that I will never forget. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen.
2: Well, it's pretty neat too. I mean, when you stop and think about it, with ESPN Plus, Greenville is getting worldwide recognition right now.
1: It is, and you know the the Greenville name will get even more recognition. Starting on uh, Friday, I believe, when games will go on national television, and uh, starting Friday at four o'clock, from there on out, every single game will be on a national ESPN platform on linear television, and you know that's just one of the very good benefits of having this in Greenville. You know, you, you look on their championship game on Monday night is at seven o'clock on ESPN, which is a, a an absolutely prime time wow. spot, and for. ESPN to have that game and that slot says a lot about the investment that's in this tournament and how much they care about it
0: exactly
3: uh hey Scott this is Benny have you talked to any fans uh visiting fans uh visiting teams and and get their impressions of Elm Street Park and the Stallings ballpark there um any any feedback on
2: that
1: yeah the fans the fans have loved it you know we've uh I've had a chance to talk with a couple parents just passing by and You know, it's been nothing but great reviews. And I was – during our managers and coaches meeting the other day, one of the coaches from the team from Connecticut actually spoke up and said, you know, the girls have felt like rock stars being here. And this is before even games started being played. Uh, But he said, you know, you could tell that everybody here is trying to make this the, you know, Williamsport of softball essentially. And he said that, you know, the girls really appreciate it. And them as coaches and parents of the girls – really appreciated of that you know we're trying to make this the Williamsport of softball but you know when you get feedback like that it makes you feel good because of all the hard work that everybody puts in and you know there's so many on our staff you know from the volunteers you know we had over 100 volunteers this year for the tournament and every single one of them have put their heart and soul into this tournament, and to hear compliments like that makes you feel so good.
2: Exactly, exactly. Scott, thanks for the update, and uh, look forward to uh, talking you, uh, to you uh, at, for the rest of the week, giving us updates. That would be great.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Tom.
2: All right. Scooter Rogers calling in from Elm Street Park, where uh, right now the Philippines – I believe he said that the Philippine team is beating the Italian team uh, in the third inning. Yeah. I think I got that right. Yeah, to your point, to uh, just <laughs> –
3: the, the recognition in the uh, of in the showcasing of Greenville and Pitt County
2: <laughs> yeah. and national television I mean it's a this big deal I mean you can't uh, usually you can't when you get that what, when it. you get that kind of notoriety or or you know th- that kind of spotlight it's usually a 30 second blip when you can get it for an entire week
3: <laughs> that's well, pretty big well in recent year I mean we sports been the place of you know, Little League World Series forever but in recent years with you know Google, just think about how many times people well, – what's the deal with Williamsport? Let's Google Williamsport. Well, that's going on with Greenville oh, yeah. right now. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah.
2: So. And I, I have to say, uh, you know, I've watched several of the games on the ESPN Plus platform. I, I watched many games last year. I've seen a couple of them this year. Elm Street Park really shows well oh, it's, on the tube. It does. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it really it, shows well. It really uh, – It shows well in person, but it shows well on the tube as well. It's definitely uh, TV-friendly yeah, absolutely. as much as
3: uh, in-person as well.
2: Fox News is reporting members of the federal law enforcement community across the country are beginning to grow frustrated privately with Attorney General Merrick Garland. It ain't just the law enforcement. Everybody is. Uh, he's remained silent in the search of uh, President Trump's Florida home, why they did it. Uh, again, could, could you please share that with us? Uh, meanwhile, there's growing concerns today about the safety of FBI agents. This is unbelievable. Director Ray and Garland, following the search of the Trump estate down in Florida on Monday, authorities now are monitoring social media posts and are spotting a significant increase in death threats aimed towards agents. This from both Ray and Garland. Security procedures at the FBI and the Justice Department are not made public, and both Ray and Garland travel with armed security. However, sources tell Fox News that there is discussion ongoing potentially to increase their security. So uh, isn't this rather curious? You have some murmurings on social media of people who are upset over the raid at Trump's residence, and that is worthy Murmurings on social media is worthy of extra security for Merrick Garland and Ray who have refused to give the proper security to the Supreme Court justices Unbelievable! after yep. they have had not just social media threats, they have had people... Death threats. Death threats. Mm-hmm. They had, had an armed man arrested at the home of Brett Kavanaugh. And they have people showing up, which is clearly a violation of federal law, showing up at the justices' homes, and they will not do a thing about it. And yet, there's some murmurings on social media, hey, we need to increase the security Hmm. for our guys. You know, I
3: keep hoping, I know there's been the the whistleblower, uh, we hadn't had much uh, press on the whistleblower to Chuck, Senator Grassley's office, but at some point you would think someone in the justice department FBI just says you know what I, the heck with my career yeah. we, i have got to stand up and tell what's going on this is this is this is nonsense i mean this should not happen to any citizen much less a former president of the united states and uh, you know you if you can say what you want to but if he has done anything as it relates to classified documents then why hadn't that position been equally applied to other people within thank it. you i mean for for years <laughs> and it's just it, it, to me it's nonsense that the biden administration didn't know anything about it i mean i can believe joe biden didn't know anything about it because if they you don't told know him, anything period yeah, if they told him he'd forget but it just um i just yeah, i'm not buying it and you know nancy pelosi said she heard rumblings chuck schumer when he was on some show i watched last night i think was i can't remember cnn msnbc i just caught a little bit of it he was asked some questions Chuck Schumer knew something was going on. He felt very uncomfortable talking about the subject. So it's – I hope if the if the Republicans take over the House like we think, I hope they bombard them with hauling their rear ends in there. And uh, as uh, – who was it? Uh, McCarthy said, you know, clear your calendar and get
2: ready. Yeah, to get Mary ready. Garland. You know, I, but what were you – just to what you were saying, I was thinking the other day, I said, okay, they had 100 agents – go down to mar-a-lago and raid trump's place Mm -hmm. i thought to myself out of a hundred agents would you not unless they were handpicked and they were you know vetted to make sure that they were anti-trumpers you would think one of them would come up and say somewhere along the lines and and maybe there were some objections and they said okay you're staying home we're going to find somebody else that's not going to object but there's nobody in in the midst of a uh, hundred agents that say, "Wait, a, you know, this is this is this is a little odd here. This and is a little wrong." And I can tell you, you, know, they waited for the president to be
3: out of town. Well, they admit that today. Yeah, and can you imagine if they didn't? Uh, and they they show up in the Secret Services there. You know, hey, let's face it, these guys, these guys, you know, FBI agents, Secret Service agents. I mean, they they got some testosterone. If they didn't, they wouldn't be in the position they're in. Somebody would have got shot because. It, you, they would not let an armed person in the in the president's residence, FBI warrant or not. Somebody, I'd say, you know, you can take that warrant and shove it up where the sun don't shine <laughs> until you go put that AR-15 in your damn truck. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, there was guards out there with AR-15s, yeah. I, yeah. and I think I think most of the American public, except for the far right or far left progressives, that just, I, I mean, they could be. T- they could be carted off to the gas chamber, and they still would support these progressive Democrats. Yeah. I
2: mean, there are some people like that. Isn't it, isn't it interesting, though, that that these Democrats who are anything—they you know, do not want the American citizen to have guns—and they tell tell us how terrible guns are, and you know, guns themselves are evil. And yet, when they go into a place like Mar-a-Lago or uh, the uh, AG under um, Clinton, uh, or, oh yeah, Janet Reno, yeah Janet Reno. Remember when she t- went in to get that little boy Dana to Wica? take him back to oh, take no, him back
3: to Cuba? Yeah, talking out in Cuba. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: and they came in with you know, it, well, I don't know what they were at the time, but uh, they were high-powered weapons to to get a little six-year-old boy to take him back to his communist country in Cuba when he wanted to stay here. Yeah, Ilian Gonzalez. Giles, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, producer on top of that. Um. So anyway, uh, what you just uh, touched on, Newsweek is reporting today that. Apparently, according to a piece from a, um, a Newsweek uh, uh, journalist, William Arkin, apparently there was, uh, they don't know who it was or whether it was a man or whether it was a woman, but there was someone who was on the inside that was a mole to the FBI that uh, apparently was working at the Mar-a-Lago estate of Donald Trump, who said that they saw classified materials? Now, how would this person know? <laughs> yeah, probably and, because he helped plant them. Probably, and well, could be, and that they knew where they were. Apparently, the FBI went in, and apparently, they're going through the first lady's wardrobe. Uh, these people. twenty box, t- okay, twenty boxes, and you knew where they were. That
3: means your butt planted them. You yeah. pa- played a part in it. Uh, I don't think Amer- the American people in general is buying this because. And yesterday um, in the White House press room, um, you know, typically Peter Deuce is the only one ever asked challenging questions. Everybody was asking questions. Oh, yeah, there was 12 or 15 challenging questions, and they had no answer. Yeah. And
2: and when Biden was asked questions yesterday, he just acted – well, he probably wasn't acting. He was ignorant. (laughs) Yeah, he probably was like,
3: President who? (laughs)
2: President Trump's a real estate mogul in New York. What happened? (laughs) What's interesting, though, is – so apparently there was an insider an informant but the fbi decision makers in dc and miami thought that denying the going in when the president what wasn't there would deny him a photo opportunity or a platform to grandstand and it would lower the profile of the event in other words they didn't want this to to splash all over the headlines (laughs) yes Jonathan Turley writes: Newsweek is reporting that the raid on Mar-a-Lago was based on a confidential informant who gave specific information on what was being hidden and where. Newsweek is reporting that the raid on Mar-a-Lago was based on confidential informant. Carrying out the first raid on the home of a former president is guaranteed to be high profile. You know what low profile is? He wrote a subpoena. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, th- th- listen, I. I think they wanted this to be high profile because they think this will take down Trump. They have calculated. They think, OK, listen, if we make him look like a criminal, it's going to lower his esteem and his followers' eyes. You know, the other thing, an- another interesting tweet, Lauren Bobar. You know, we've been told over and over again this was because Donald Trump didn't turn over certain things to the National Archives. Well, the more we read about this – And the more timelines you see, you find out that Donald Trump had handed over numerous boxes of material, was continuing to work with the National Archives. But do you think for one second that except for the fact that they said, hey, this would be a great time to vilify Donald Trump, to make him look as bad as possible, this would be a great time to do it, do you think for one second the FBI would go in and raid someone's home, anyone's home? Because I mean, unless it was – unless they had stolen the original copy of the Constitution – progressives probably wouldn't care about that anyway. They don't want the Constitution. But, I mean, unless – because of a few cocktail napkins or some list or whatever – that the FBI is going to go ra- raid an ex-president's home because the National Archives said, hey, you know, we're still waiting on some material. Yeah, That I, doesn't pass the smell test.
3: I don't know if you saw today. I, I saved it, and I can't find it. But uh, Donald Trump posted on social media that w- just within the last couple of weeks, they actually suggested that he put additional locks on his doors and at, at, at his estate where these files were.
2: Who suggested? The, the FBI? The, the
3: FBI. Or Department of Justice, and then they came in and bust them open and break the locks. They put additional locks on the doors at their suggestion. That's what he posted today on social media. So, I mean, this is you, – You wonder, okay, is this part of the show? It, it's one or two things, I, I, or one or three things. They, they either planted evidence, which I can believe that. Um, it's just a f- fishing net expedition – to just try to get anything on a technicality that that could possibly be illegal or to bring charges, you know, so you can't run. Or three, just to stall, to get in the press and to the midterms. We're, we're what, just a few, what, what are we, 90 days away? Yeah, Less than like 90 that, days yeah. away. Yeah. Just to stall and stall and stall, put doubts in the voters, take the, the American public's eye off what's going on. Because, hey, because the only thing i got to brag about is that inflation now is only 8.5% instead of 9%. But it's still the highest it's been in 40
2: years, so I think it might just be a stall tactic. By the way, it? this this um, judge Bruce Reinhardt, who is a, pretty much a <laughs> low level magistrate, yeah. But that gave a lot of money to President Obama. He he gave to President Obama. He defended Jeffrey Epstein's some of the, the women who were pretty high up the ladder, and and pretty. Bad. I'll just leave it at that in the Epstein escapades. Uh, now it's come out that he posted, among other things, he had a post that I think was originally on Robert Reich's uh, Facebook page. They went back, a group out of Florida, um, Florida's Voice, a sleuthing site, went back and pulled this off of this guy, Bruce Reinhart's uh, Facebook page, Um. Talking about uh, John Lewis, I guess this was probably came out shortly after John Lewis died, and basically among other things, said Donald Trump doesn't have the moral statue, statute, stature to kiss John Lewis's feet, <laughs> and had, had had some other things that were pretty nasty against Trump. All, look, all I'm saying is it's pretty obvious that they went and found a guy that they knew would approve. Judge shopped. Yeah, yep. the judge shopped. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
3: And uh, Trump's today, his people, I guess his lawyers, are, are kind of demanding that the Justice Department release the the warrant affidavit because that would give the details more so than the warrant, but the affidavit that the, the judge reviewed that was prepared by the Department of Justice so so the American people can see it.
2: And I think, I think they should as well. Lots more to talk about, including uh, Donald Trump pleading the fifth. tell you what, this is a kangaroo court. This AG up in uh, Attorney General in New York. Letitia something. Oh, my gosh. What a – I I mean, she is so bad that, really, she should have recused herself from having anything to do with Trump. She campaigned on taking Donald Trump down, Mm -hmm. and uh, now that Donald Trump – I mean, they are just they. They what? What is the next domino that the progressives will try to make fall to vilify Donald Trump? Yeah, they'd
3: already dropped several
2: cases that she had brought before because Lackett just let them expire. But she, she's a joke, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, but a dangerous joke. We'll talk about that when we get back. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for
3: another.
0: First thing you should do after work. My turn on the radio. Check in with Tom and Benny. Gotta
2: know what's happening in my city. What's going on in my backyard.
1: Things that are happening locally. I like
2: the local news.
1: Things that I don't hear everywhere else. I don't hear everywhere else.
2: For the local
0: news you want.
2: Kept me informed for
0: all of the local stuff, you know. It let me know what was going on in the local community. Eastern Carolina's news sources. News and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7.
2: Welcome back In taking a quick look at your weather forecast. Partly to mostly cloudy tonight, a scattered thunderstorm is possible around 74. Partly cloudy in the morning, thunderstorms developing later in the day with a high of 89 on Thursday. Tomorrow night, scattered thunderstorms, a low near 70. And then it cools down a little bit more on Friday with uh, a shower or a thunderstorm possible in the afternoon, a high of 86. Friday night, clouds will give away to generally clear conditions with a low of 63. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds great. Might actually be able to open up uh, a window and uh, let the cool air in. That would be nice. And mosquitoes. Yeah. (laughs) You might want to have a screen on that. Yeah, might. Daily Wire is reporting that Donald Trump was deposed by the New York Attorney General over business practices two days after the FBI raid. Former President Trump is facing a deposition from Attorney General Letitia James, That uh, happened today. He pleaded the fifth court documents from James office released earlier this year, claim the Trump organization has overstated the value of land donations in New York and California, misreported the size of Trump's penthouse in Manhattan and otherwise used fraudulent or misleading asset valuation to obtain a host of economic benefits, including loans, insurance coverage and tax deductions. Now, I think for people that have never owned real estate, they are saying, "Ooh, that really sounds bad." Listen, I, I mean, how much uh, w- when when you get a tax bill? In fact, this happened to me just a few years ago. I got a tax bill from Pitt County. They're very friendly people, and they were very workable. And they said, "This is what we've um, think your your property is worth." You call you call BS, didn't you? Well, <laughs> I, I got called back, and I said, "Listen." Um, Well, I did my homework, first of all. Mm -hmm. I went out and found uh, other properties in my neighborhood. I mean, right within a few hundred yards in some cases, what they had sold for over the last six months to 12 months and some even more recent than that. I figured out the square footage. I wrote back to them and I said, I think you're too high on this. I said, and here's why I, I feel this way. And they wrote back and said, you know what? You present a good case. Okay, we'll reevaluate it at this. And I said, thank you very much. I say that to say a lot of these valuations are opinions. Well, first
3: of all, I would like to ask the Attorney General, how how many cases like this has been tried in New York for the last 10 years? (laughs) Thank you. Ever? I would (laughs) be willing to bet never. And number two, um, and, you know, 33 years in professional life, I've had a lot of real estate people and real estate developers as clients some of them may be listening but i've never met one <laughs> that didn't think their properties were worth more than they actually yeah, were but sure. i mean because by nature they're optimistic people if not right. they wouldn't be in this kind right. of business so uh, it, it's crazy and anyone that well, i've heard some people i've some liberal friends talk about this particular issue like he's done this. And, of course, they have no clue. I mean, never done anything like in, in the real estate world at all. It's just it is absolutely just a witch hunt trying to find something on him. Just like his his CFO, you know, was carted into court, arrested for some, some tax violations that were by the state that minor stuff that never happens never never happens and all they were trying to do is get him and get him to turn evidence on trump for something
2: else because it's just well this this other thing trump overstated the value of land donations in new york and california the guy is giving away land and getting a tax deduction for it well if he gets a tax deduction for it
3: he's got to have an appraisal you have to get an appraisal. The appraisal actually has to be attached to the tax return, signed by the appraiser. So go get the appraiser. Are you exactly. arresting the appraiser? Go get the appraiser. I mean, anyone that knows anything
2: about how this stuff works knows this is absolutely horse manure. manure. Thank you. Keep it PG. Town Hall's reporting related to this story, former President Trump released a lengthy statement and an accompanying video slamming the New York Attorney General Letitia James for her, her obsessive investigation into the 45th president after Trump pleaded the fifth and a uh, deposition with lawyers from James' office on Wednesday as a part of the civil investigation into Trump's business dealings. In his statement, Trump explained why he took the fifth and refused to answer. I once asked, if you're innocent, why are you taking the fifth? Now I know the answer to that question. When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and the fake news, you have no choice. If there is any question in my mind, the raid of my home in Mar-a-Lago on Monday by the FBI just two days prior to this deposition – Wiped out any uncertainty. I have absolutely no choice because the current administration and many prosecutors in this county, in this country rather, have lost all moral and ethical bounds of decency. Accordingly, under the advice of my counsel and for all the above reasons, I decline to answer the question under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States Constitution. Quote Attorney General Letitia James openly campaigned on the policy of get and destroy Trump. The president reminded everyone, quote, this political attack on me and my family and my great company is her despicable attempt to fulfill that cynical and very corrupt promise. James developed a political platform and made a clear and made a career out of meticulously attacking me and my business before she was even elected or reviewed one of the millions of pages of documents we willingly produced, Trump added. He also released a video, which I'm going to play the audio for you right now. Is cut one. Here is the audio of the video released by Donald Trump. Now, I will tell you, it's a little hard to understand in places. But this is Letitia James, in her own words, as she was campaigning to be the attorney general.
0: Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump This illegitimate president. Going into the office of Attorney General every day, suing him and then going home.
2: I look forward, and by the way, the the idea that he's an illegitimate president so if you're a democrat you can call him an illegitimate president but if president trump says i think there was something wrong with that last election it's attack on democracy you know that's what they want to talk about
3: good gracious
2: so she said i look forward to going to my office of attorney general every day and suing him and then going home what is fueling my soul right now is trump and that is what she had her and she said she had her quote eyes on trump tower She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He is going to know my name personally. Uh, He is an illegitimate president. In her Attorney General victory speech, she promised to shine a bright light into every dark corner of Trump's real estate holdings. Shortly thereafter, she vowed to use every area of the law to investigate Trump and his business transactions and that of his family as well. Now, here's my question. After making such statements, again, here's another example. Just like that Judge Reinhold down in Florida, why doesn't this Letitia James have to recuse herself from having anything to do with Donald Trump? Absolutely. I mean, if this is not obvious that she has got it out for Trump and that she is totally biased against this guy, how can she possibly do anything that would be equitable for Donald Trump? And again, another great example, exactly what the FBI did. Here is a progressive that is weaponizing her power, her office, to take down a political opponent.
3: Yeah, I mean, her key campaign speech and campaign position as New York Attorney General is taking out Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, if that's not if that doesn't tell you you're not campaigning for the job that you should be campaigning for, nothing else does. And it's another she's another one of the Soros, Soros organization back candidates trying to change, uh, basically, weaponize the justice system, whether it be all the way from Washington down to the local courthouse.
2: You know, we we have to hope and pray that these people go out, that justice prevails, the truth uh, comes to the surface. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Back to News and Views. Talk 96.3 and
2: 103.7. Welcome back in News and Views. Tom, Benny, and Clark. There was a uh, primary up in... Uh, Minnesota, there's actually a couple of primaries. Uh, one Donald Trump uh, guy, uh, one Republican that voted to impeach Donald Trump, I think, lost last night. Mm. So that was another one He's so got a pretty good – still
3: still maintaining yeah. that high batting
2: average. I th- Yeah, I think it's something like uh, – is it eight out of ten now mm-hmm. who have lost? Minnesota's a weird state. <laughs> uh, Minnesota is. A uh, Minnesota city councilman – and I'm not saying this guy's any conservative. A guy named Dave Samuels has a message for Ilhan Omar. Now, this guy, now, it was still a couple of percentage points, but it it was a lot closer than anybody thought. He said, to come this close means that we have our finger on the pulse of an exhausted majority, Samuels told a uh, 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 a crowd of supporters. We know that America wants change. Uh, Omar defeats Samuels. 50.3 50.3 percent to 48.2 percent so it's basically a two percentage point race that's a pretty close race yeah it is. Uh, especially when you're talking about a primary uh and uh we're talking about a august primary when there's usually not a lot of people to come out and vote so uh, maybe so maybe even the democrats are uh, sick and tired of uh people like omar i hope so
3: i can't imagine a reasonable person democrat or republican yeah. Supporting anything that she's, I mean, she's been a radical anti-American from day one since she's been in Washington.
2: Uh, This will put a smile on your face, especially if you're a fisherman. Michael Bennett, who is running for re-election in Colorado, Democrat, U.S. Senator, he decides he's going to look like an outdoorsman. (laughs) So they get together and they say, hey, you know what, let's do an ad where you're out there and you're fishing. You're the you're all the all-American guy. And we'll we'll name the ad, hey, real focused, R E E L focused. You're you're an outdoorsy working-class American. There's only one problem with the ad. Yeah, you know, he's got all he's got the equipment. He has the, you know, the the waders on. He doesn't know. have a hat on and <laughs> you know
3: fishermen need to wear hats i don't believe yeah, he's well, here got, he's here's, got his
2: perfect parked hair showing and yeah uh, he well, you, you couldn't hide his face right I and mean, this is a campaign ad but what these morons didn't do is when they went out he he, he was gonna be illegal when they filmed the ad when they filmed the the deal because he didn't want to be accused of not having a fishing license but his aides go out and buy him a 24-hour fishing license <laughs> do that? He, he wants to come across as the all-american fisherman what an idiot <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't think that anybody's not going to look well they did say 50 bucks you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah the guy's got a cam- I'm, I'm sure he's got millions in his campaign war yeah. shows and instead, of, instead of just going out and saying yeah no give me give me the the most expensive if it can can i buy a li i mean he should have gone out and bought a lifelong fishing license if that exists in the state of colorado <laughs> i mean usually i guess the longest you can get is a one-year license but uh he, not, he got a 24-hour license yeah just a, i mean hey how about a five day i mean maybe, <laughs> i
3: mean just goodness
2: anyway and but,
3: his campaign's not responding to
2: questions you know unbelievable.
3: somebody probably that was responsible for making sure he was legal is probably not
2: there today <laughs> we got one more break don't we okay let's go ahead and take that when we get back i want to i've got an article here out of the federalist we only have a couple of minutes to cover it we'll get to it it's exactly what we were talking about yesterday with republicans we'll be right back
0: a collection of question marks There's a lot of questions why how no logic No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare.
2: Worst nightmare of their lives.
0: This long nationwide nightmare. We'll start collecting clues as to the whys, the what's and the where's. Neighborhood by neighborhood. Literally knocking on doors. This is your worst nightmare. The nightmare. It would be a nightmare. Worst nightmare. We will not end the nightmare. We'll only explain it. Explain to us. Because this... This. This is News and Views with
2: Tom and Benny on Talk 96.3 and (laughs) 103.7. So yesterday we were talking about the exact thing that Sean Fleetwood came out today with an article in The Federalist, exactly what we're talking about. Following the raid by the FBI on Trump's estate, congressional Republicans are responding to such third-world political persecution in the same way they always do, by issuing meaningless statements. John Brasso, raiding a former president's home is unprecedented the Justice Department needs to quickly and transparently tell the American people who approved this raid and why it occurred. Even Tim Scott said on CBS News this morning that uh, we need to let the situation play out before we draw any conclusions. When given a chance to comment yesterday up in Kentucky, Senator Mitch McConnell refused to condemn the Garland Justice Department for its action, instead stating that he was only there to talk about the floods. After facing immense backlash from Republican voters, McConnell issued a pathetic statement yesterday, last night, a full day after the story broke. And would you not think that his aides would, you know, that that, that McConnell would say, you put together for me a a slam dunk statement that I can make that, you know, even if he doesn't believe it, wouldn't you not think he'd be prepared? His statement— the country deserves a thorough and immediate explanation of what led to the events on Monday, and that Attorney General Garland and the Department of Justice should already have provided answers to the American people, and they must do so immediately. I'm sorry, taken collectively, the lackluster response from Republicans <laughs> you know if, if they lose in November, it will be because of the same reason they cannot come out. Ooh figuratively speaking here with guns blazing over this matter yep
3: they ought to be on every channel
2: you just feel the airways. yeah and they ought to be livid and it ought to be obvious that they're livid. i mean mitch mcconnell gets out there and says well i mean mitch mcconnell is a joke (sighs) unbelievable hey listen we're out of time we'll do it again tomorrow and uh, look forward to having you five o'clock we'll see you then bye-bye everybody all right all right all right